welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Jody DeStanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. And today we have with us Drake Braun of Flagstar Bank. What's going Thanks on? Thanks for having me, guys. Right? appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Getting to some real estate. No more golf? Some mortgages. No more golf. And no we can golf. talk golf all day. Golf is real estate. It's the same. Man. Said, that's going to be a whole show in itself. Wait, Reggie yeah. started with traveling to, to friends, and then as soon as he mm-hmm. said the golf, it was... Mm-hmm. It was it Downhill was, spiral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. Jake, you look like you're like uh, 16. Oh, thank you. I'm 29. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my birthday was young. Wednesday. Yeah, so. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah my yeah, birthday was Wednesday. So. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, guys, are you? Yeah. It was Wednesday. Yeah. You just now turned 29. Yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. I, I mean, I kind of started there because I knew you were really young, and I like <laughs> to highlight that in this industry, people mm-hmm. that are you know yeah. doing really well in the industry. And I appreciate 29 that. 29 young. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a baby. This is my fourth year in mortgage, though. So talk about like really young. I was right. 25. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's yeah. amazing. Twenty nine yeah. is young. It he, is. Yeah, to kind of have. That's why we was so amazed with my man at twenty five and right. You know yeah. what I mean? Or is he twenty five now? No, he probably. Yeah, no, he just turned twenty five. We had a guest that's real young. He's an investor. Okay, that's what we were talking cool. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a good age. I mean, he, he's you're not the oldest huh? guy in the yeah. totem pole at work oh, anymore. I you're remember not I older, dated, you know. I dated a girl that was 30. I thought she was, a, I was like, I got me an older right. chick. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. Yeah, I was 23. I, I thought 30 was older, 25. I would not right. have. Yeah, you did have an older chick. Yeah, yeah, an older woman. Like, that's crazy. But, I mean, like, we have sons that are, not, I mean, I do. My son will be 23 in March, yeah. so you guys yeah. are not that far apart. You're, like, almost I mean, in the same yeah, period. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. My daughter, 27. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Perfect. We have more people yeah. to golf with. That's what I yeah. just heard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, but even that, the sport in itself, I mean, you, you do some networking on a golf course. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why you do it, right? Yeah. You know, it's. That ain't why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie be out there for real. Yeah. Everybody else be playing and Reggie be in, he be in, kill, he be in, like, Mamba. Yeah. He be trying to be Kobe over there. He be channeling, yeah. everybody be talking, he, Reggie focused. Yeah. Right. No, uh, it's just this is a good activity because there's only so often you can go out for you know drinks or lunch. Yeah. Like golf's kind of that meeting where you have something to do. You don't have to talk the whole time, or you can just talk about right. what's going on. You know, exactly. Reggie don't be talking. <laughs> Everybody else be talking. Just dial in, AirPods yeah. on. Yeah, I, I got goals. I got goals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Look, we gonna get into Drake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background. Yeah. So this is fourth year in mortgage. Always with Flagstar. Um, I'm from Birmingham originally. I do a lot between like Birmingham, Royal Oak, Ferndale, Detroit. So. Detroit's one of my like bigger markets that I've been in. So um, we have the two branches that I sit at on uh, Woodward and Midtown and then in West Warren Road, which is just like right next door. So that's kind of my district area. So mm-hmm. anywhere between there, but through all 50 states in Michigan. So it's just wherever the mortgage is happening. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, we just merged with NYCB and they have like a ton of branches over in like Arizona where the 7500 is in Florida. So we'll be tapping into that. The next couple of weeks because that merger just closed like January 1st. So, Real. yeah, or December 1st. So, yeah, my birthday. Real. There you go. All right. Yeah. So, what's um, so what's exciting news in the mortgage industry right now? Well, rates are going down. All so, right. like, typically, like with a 740 credit score, 20% down is like 
the benchmark, and that's about right. a 6.125. And around November 11th, which is Veterans Day, right. is at a 7.5. Mm, so if you're looking at, like, your average buyer, it's, you know, 25K of right. purchasing power that you just got back, which is it's really huge for people that were, let's say, looking at 140, 150, because 150 is way different than 125. Mm. Yeah. So I think those people are starting to come back out. And for me, like, November and December were definitely slower. I think for most people in real estate, title, realtors, mm, those were slower months. They're always normally slower, but this one was different. Yeah. And... Ever since January second, it's been pre-approval, pre-approval. Buyers coming back into those, mm-hmm. into the circle. New That's people so getting on their horse and getting into the game. They so. got goals. They're trying they to reach goals. them goals. They yeah, do, right? yeah. They do. And I tell everybody, like, if you can get in now in the next two, three months before April first, when spring, yeah, because I think it's just going to be nuts. Yeah, I really do. So you can get a good deal right now. Use down payment assistance. You know, right. maybe get an FHA approved. Yeah, accepted. So. We just talked about that, yeah. uh, the November and December of 22 being a little bit slower than what you typically see for the season. Years. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I want to hear a little bit. Um, so when you called and you were talking about the program that mm-hmm. Flagstar was offering, it reminded me of what the same program that Bank of America had come out right. with. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Like what yeah. is it called? And So it's called Destination Home. It's been around for about three and a half years now. Close it like multiple times. It's right. a great program. It's conventional. So it's a 600 credit score, no PMI, 0% down. And that's for any buyer that doesn't own a home. So you don't even have to be a first time home buyer. So you need $1,000 into the transaction. So, for instance, that home that we were looking at, if you have a seller that's flexible, willing to give three or 4% concessions, 1000 is right. pretty doable. Like I closed one two years ago, and the girl brought 1500 into a the transaction, the house is in Hazel Park, redone, 150 and she was in it for uh, 900 a month. Right, so, so can you uh, couple that loan with Mr.? No. No. No, oh, so okay. that would replace Mr. instead. Yeah, they can. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do Mr. loans, too. I think Mr. is great, but um, we came with that other grant that I was also telling you about. So we do a, right. a 7,500 grant for first-time homebuyers. It's a gift to equity. They don't have to pay it back. It's a 21 conventional day close. Um, it's based off of 3%. Right. So if the buyer's looking at a house at 100k, it's a three thousand dollar gift. 170, it's three percent would be five k up to 250, and then it can go higher than that based on the purchase price. I have a person pre-approved right now for 400k. Right. That's going to get 7,500 of their down payment taken care of, and they can use it for closing costs or for buying down points. Hold on. So, so the no yeah. PMI program does not include. You cannot do that with the correct. Down these are assistance. correct. These are two different. Right. Oh, okay. But there's no down payment. So zero percent down, no PMI. 600 credit score. So when somebody comes to get pre-approved and they're a first-time buyer, I'm trying to put them in to the 7,500 first. You need a 680 or higher. But if you're below a 680, typically that person's going to go FHA Mishta. Right. And that's when I then try to pivot them into the 0% down conventional because it would be conventional. There's not the 3.5% down, no PMI, and then the grant that you get with Mishta, you have to pay back. There is no grant. So it alleviates all that for that person. So the destination home mortgage is the 600 score. Yes. No PMI. Correct. And so what are the caveats? Like, is there, you can can you have a certain amount of money, money not saved There's in the no bank? asset limit. Um, the income okay. limits kind of varies in Detroit and like Pontiac is like 82,000. You can make under than that and then you can qualify and that's per buyer. So if you have a husband and wife and he's making less than that and she makes more, we can just put him on the loan. 
Right. So it's it's not based on household income. It's the individual. That's applying for the loan. Okay. Correct. Because that's another minus of Mistra is everybody on that's living in the house. Right. And anyone over the age of 18. So if there's a child over the age of 18, they all have to have a 640 or higher and then be under the income limit. too. Right. So you mentioned that um, it's not just for first time home buyers that they just can't own a home. Correct. So if I if I own a home now, I sell it and then I come and I can apply for this. loan. Yes, sir. Okay. So I just have to close on my other home first. Yeah, and we can do them simultaneously, too. So if you close on Tuesday, you can use the program on Wednesday and purchase the house. It just has to, you'd have to have the CD. Almost like a uh, FHA. Yeah. 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 Do you have to to pay this money back? No. Well, we're talking about, so we we can connect the program. This is my apologies. The destination home is just a 0% down, so you don't need a down payment. Right. There's then, no down payment oh, okay. assistance. Right. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I confused. That was my fault. Okay. No and problem. then there's a first-time homebuyer just flags our gift to 7500 that you do not have to pay back. It's a gift to equity. You could sell the house the next day. You still get the money. That's, oh. But that you're going to have PMI with that, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, we need to talk about them. I want to keep them Side to side. Separate. Yeah. Okay. So destination home, One of the, you're talking about the caveats. It's also based on the census income track. So right. like, say for Detroit and like Redford. Like there's a lot of spots in Redford it doesn't work for, but most of Detroit it does. Works in Southfield, all of most of the East Side, Madison Heights, Hazel Park, all those areas right. are good. So, but with the grant, the 7,500 that we're talking about, if you qualify, it's any county. So there's no restriction. So sometimes if people are very picky, right, they can't. But those people that are in destination home are below a 680 credit score, and they would be going FHA Mishta anyways in that scenario if they didn't have the down payment. So they're kind of restricted as it is. So right. this program saves people six, seven grand up front. Okay, so okay. you're saying like this this program, you had you close this with the four hundred or you have a four hundred thousand dollar client that can use this program. The seventy five hundred. Yep. No, that's separate. Yeah, so sorry. She, I, she's I talking about this. She's talking about separate. Separate. Like, like So this. so destination home has a Only. purchase price limit of two twenty five. Okay. The seventy five hundred does not have a purchase price limit. It okay. has it's income restricted. So right. that one's 72,000, the 7,500. Sorry. Okay. So like if you don't have any debt, 400,000, this is what you cap out at at 72 right. and be able to afford the payment. So that's kind of how I got to that buyer. He's looking in Wixom. So. Okay. So with the destination home loan, mm-hmm. you cannot, there's no down payment assistance you can do with that. That is, a, that is correct. zero correct. down correct. Period. Right. Correct. And correct. then, uh, but but there is no PMI. Mm-hmm. And then now with that income census track, yeah. what does that have, have to be at? Uh, low or moderate? Or low moderate? or mod is the track name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it's All off right. of the FIFIC. So, and it changes every year right. in like right. July. But so. y'all have like a, uh, so there's another bank that has, uh, yeah. I, so I don't know, I, I haven't even used the Bank of America program, but there's another bank that has a similar mm-hmm. program. So y'all have like a, a it's like a quick a, URL. You pop yeah. in the address and it tells okay. you if it qualifies. Right. Yeah. But so. this program is not new though, right? I heard no. you say it's new. Yeah, because yeah, a lot years. of people a lot of people once B of A made that announcement, yeah. everybody was like, Oh, it's a zero down program. Right. I'm like, it's always been right. Zero they did down great marketing program. for that. I don't know yeah. who they how they got it out there, but <laughs> yeah. so it made well, your the, props. The issue was the um the what was it, no credit? No credit. No credit score. Yeah. They wasn't going on credit score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys close any of those Bank of America loans? Um I think you had so an we got, agent. We got uh, one agent that is she so I thought she closed and it didn't close <laughs> yet, but it is gonna close. I'm, I'm very confident that she's actually gonna uh, close good. on it. 
Um, yeah. Because with the issue that they have right now is, uh, I think, very small. So I'm, I'm confident in saying that I okay. know one person that's going to close that loan, but I don't I know mean, anybody it's else. It's been around since, what, like Halloween? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, right. I you didn't know nobody tough, did it I mean, until yeah. it closes. Right? It's all right. So I'm still trying to make sure I understand <laughs> yeah. the destination home mortgage. We have, Correct. you know, as low as a 600 score, no PMI. Okay, so with the down payment, so there's zero down, but you have to have how much invested? Well, you still have closing costs that have to be paid. But then, what if all of the closing costs are covered? This is conventional, so you can't get more than three percent. We're still talking about destination home, correct? Correct. 4% is the maximum on destination home seller's concessions. So 4% seller's concessions, zero down. So the buyer will end up bringing maybe 2%, 3% to cover closing costs. Yeah, they have to at least put 1000 in the transaction. Okay. And like the house I was talking about in Hazel Park, I got that lady to 1500 It's what she ended up putting after the concessions and things like that. And that's usually the amount of the EMD. Correct. So the 1000 is the thousand dollars that has to be vested mm-hmm. is that's not like a this much like either this or this percent whichever is greater so a thousand dollars minimum but let's say if the house is 80k it's still a thousand dollars and that's one percent so you're right it would be let's say if it's you know like 150 it's still that one thousand is the minimum, minimum. yeah okay. so. so if it's zero down if seller is giving concessions Regardless, if the concessions cover everything, they still have to have a minimum of their own money of a thousand dollars. Correct. Yeah. So, so similar to Mishta too, because right. Mishta has that like minimum mm-hmm. requirement. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I want people to know that too, because every time we talk about zero down, people literally think they don't right. have to bring any money. There's always some cost, even if you're paying it up front, if you're getting the credit back, mm-hmm. whether it's EMD or you're going to pay for appraisal, you're going to pay for yeah. something. Yeah. So a lot of people yeah. hear that and they just think they don't have to bring anything. No yeah. money out of pocket. Right? Like, yeah. They say hypothetically, if there's like no EMD, like our appraisals are 520. So right. if you paid for that, that would count towards your $1,000. Right. Yeah. You got to have some skin yeah, in the game. some skin in the game, right. for sure. And usually, I mean, you guys know better than I do, but sellers don't really accept an offer without an right, EMD. Right. So, you know, I think, like, if you're... Unless you're your yeah. agent is Janita. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would, you know, fair rule of thumb, right. I think, like you said, two or three K is what you should be expecting to, okay. you know, spend up front. You know, obviously there's exceptions to that, but... Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Did I get all of the questions answered about the destination home mortgage? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then the seventy five hundred gift equity mm-hmm. is that the name of the program? Yeah, there's not like a name to oh, it, okay. so unfortunately, but yeah, is that just that's the Flagstar program you guys? Yeah, it's have. our funds, it's our CRA, and is that one for first time home buyers <coughs> yeah, only? Only, okay, and then you can't. So a first time home buyer would be somebody that hasn't owned a home in three years. So okay, if they sold five years ago, four years ago, they're back to being a first time home buyer. Okay, what about because um, we get a lot of people where. Maybe grandma added them to the deed to avoid probate or something like that. If their name is entitled to another property, they don't qualify. Unfortunately, no. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't let your aunties put you <laughs> on deeds. Yeah. Are there credit requirements for that? 680 or higher. Six, 680, okay. So yeah. 680 for the, the uh, 7,500. Yeah. Right. 
And, and it's really three percent, so it's it's right. not really yeah. it's, it's so up it's to seventy five. Yeah, correct. That's a huge right. thing. Yeah. I've been explaining that because like all the flyers and the advertisements say like seven thousand five hundred, right. but it's up to that three percent. So it's a two hundred thousand like, dollar home, they can get the full six thousand dollars down. But if it's above that, mm-hmm. then it's only if their down payment is fifteen thousand, they're only going to get seventy five hundred. Max that two fifty. So when you get right. to the two fifty, yeah, well, yeah, yeah the program is two fifty right. anyway. Right. So, but yeah. yeah, I'd say if you well, so that program could go up to four hundred. Oh, that one's up to yeah. four. Okay. So we've so like for example, if you are different this, though, right? You separate. And that's the deep. That's yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah. That's the first no, one that yeah. we talked no, about. No, the four hundred thousand is the seventy five hundred. No, no, he's she's right. It's all right. Is it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm the worst well, guest right now. Well, can <laughs> we, no, you are good. No, confusing everyone. Because okay, so the four hundred thousand is it's up to four hundred thousand, but you're only gonna receive. A max of seventy five hundred. That's okay. correct. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, but what I was gonna say, so like, let's say if you have a house for two fifty in Southfield, right. and you're able to get three four percent sellers concessions, right. that person can also come out of pocket with three k because right. their three percent's taken, and then four percent from the seller. Right. So it's you know it's really advantageous to be yeah. able to take advantage of it, and um, yeah, you got it. So you don't have to have a minimum invested. So like if because when I understand programs, mm-hmm. I can make it to where the buyer is at zero. Yeah. Right. So this one would also have to have a thousand. So I think like the benchmark for any of these down payment systems, Mishta or Flagstars, is at least a thousand into the transaction. So. And then there's no like or percentage or great like whichever's greater. It ha- you know what I'm saying? So, right. Right. No, it's just a thousand. It's still okay. a minimum. Yeah, right. it's still the minimum. So. So so the advice to. Our listeners, if you're a buyer looking for any of these programs, you should probably have a minimum of maybe about two thousand. Yeah, would that be that's fair? true. Because so one more thing I wanted to kind of go to, like once you kind of get into the nitty gritty of these the programs, they're gonna right. want one month reserve, and exactly. what that means for like the non mortgage talk is just one month payment, so twelve hundred dollars. That could be in an IRA, four hundred one k. You won't spend that at closing, but. The underwriter, who the person is that reviews the loan, wants to see that you have the next right. payment ready to go. So, right. So these are both conventional programs. Yes, sir. So you're, you're both at three percent seller concessions max. Four. Four percent. Four percent. Oh, so that's. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, it's helpful. That's is that real Flagstar? Helpful. Is that like a, a an internal? So Flagstar is allowing that person to receive up to four percent. Yes. Okay. It's a Flagstar only program. Correct. No, I know the programs are Correct. Flagstar only, but I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not, internal... I'm not sure if other like down payment assistance is 4%. <clears throat> I'm not sure if that's across the board like that. Yeah, no. That's not what. So most of the time when you get a pre approved with conventional, you're allowed to get up to 3%, like across the board. Oh, okay. Typically, yeah, just allowed... for like a 20% down conventional I loan. Mean, yeah. Doesn't matter. Right, Even right. Just, yeah. Yeah, right. you can you get can up to 3%. Three. And with FHA, you can get up to 6%. Right. So this. Obviously means that Flagstar has an internal override system saying, yep, our underwriters will approve this mm-hmm. if you are able to get this buyer 4%. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things that Flagstar offer? Because I know sometimes when people close loans with, like, the bank mm-hmm. and then they open up, like, accounts and things like that, yeah. they get all types of, like, savings and yeah. incentives and money yeah, back. So, and Absolutely. So, like, for Flagstar, if you open a Flagstar bank account, like, during the mortgage process— and then you sign a form saying you'll direct deposit $250 a month for 18 months to do it. They take 500 off a of closing. And then if you set up the mortgage to be automatically direct deposited, once that first payment's made, direct deposit into that account, 
Blackstar will then give you an additional $250 into that bank account. So there's possibly right. $750 there as well. Yeah. So what would you say <clears throat> the no PMI is saving uh, the buyer on, the, on those typical loans? So let's say like from 100 to 150, yeah. 150 to 200. So PMI is based off of how much you put down and then your credit score. Mm-hmm. So like if you're at a 670 credit score and you put 3% down that PMI I've seen it. You know, it can go up to like 175. FHA can go up even higher, 250. So, really, like the no PMI program can save you. Let's just between 100 and 250 a month, depending mm-hmm. on your credit and your situation. Right. So, and for people that don't know what PMI, it's an extra payment that you make on your loan. That's kind of like a penalty payment because it doesn't go towards the principal. It doesn't go towards the interest. So, if you're able to not have it or have it as small as possible, that's the goal. That's right. Or do you think some of these programs are underused? Like, yeah. Are you surprised that more people aren't applying? One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Because I see that with Mishta. I see that. With, yeah. Well, the thing is with Mishta, right. I feel like they do a very good job of advertising. Right. I get a lot of people calling me asking about Mishta. Right. And we do them, and occasionally I will do them if people want to. But we have these other programs that are so much more superior, right. and that's when I explain kind of what we've been going into. We end up putting them in that one, but right. Like. I don't know. The program Destination Home has been around for like three and a half years. We've been closing them like crazy, and Blackstar's branches are all over. But I don't think we're getting the word out properly because more people need to know about it for sure. Why do you feel like it's a superior product over Mishta? I mean, I have my ideas, but I want to know the zero down or the the other the grant the grant program. You don't have to pay it back, and then you don't have to wait on Mishta to then turn time. That's what I was so, and then it's also flexible because. Not everybody in the house has to qualify, just the person applying for the loan. So, um, and then I just, I've done a lot of mission. I feel like they always, yeah, the the guidelines are, they're strict. And then they're also very, like if you're trying to get the OT income used to qualify, they don't give it to you. If you're trying to not have the OT because it pushes them over the income limit, they also put it that way. So it's kind of. It's hard to get that money sometimes for right. people. And then what's tough is, so how it works, the under underwrite for Flagstar is roughly about 20 days, and then it goes to Mishta, and that can be two weeks. Sometimes it gets up to three weeks, depending on how many. Right. So they can just deny it at that point. So then you're almost two months into the process. Okay. So with the grant, like what we always do is we grab the documents up front, run credit, take a meticulous application, put it through underwriting without a purchase agreement. So when it comes out, I see all the conditions. I see if there's any potential snags. We knock those out, and then I write the pre-approval. So my pre-approval process takes a little bit longer, right? but my guarantee is it's 100% it's mm-hmm. going to close. I don't know what that secondary underwriter at Mishta is going to look at, but like I said, you know, you don't have to do the grant. So I'm going to ask a, a bad question because yeah. I already – yeah. it, these are conventional products, so obviously yeah. you have to be under 45%. So this – Correct. 45% for destination home, the 7,500 grant can go up to 49. So you get a little bit extra wiggle room there. So 7,500? explain that to our viewers. Yeah. No, nobody know what you mean. So you can go ahead or you want me to go. You go. So <laughs> DTI is debt to income, how much you make. Mm-hmm. And then you subtract how much you owe monthly on things like credit cards, student loans, um, car payments. And then that's how you get that number. And what, that's before taxes, too, of your monthly income. So let's say if you make 4000 a month, you have no debt, 
your monthly mortgage payment could go up to $2,000 a month, which in my opinion is pretty tight budget. Like one thing I do now, especially with interest rates being a little bit higher, I ask every buyer, what do you want to keep your mortgage payment under? And they, I think it just happened today. Lady goes twelve hundred. I'm like, okay, where we're looking, we're looking at like one forty, one fifty. She's like, I'm looking at houses one ninety. I'm like, well, this is going to put your payment right. up. So, you, you, technically, you can qualify. Right. So let you know that you know you have that right, but your payment is going to jump three hundred, three fifty. So just make sure that you're ready for that. Because, right. I mean, when you think of it, they, if you're just thinking about your income right now, half of it just go away right to your your housing payment. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Right. And people push push that limit for sure. So, so people push it all the way up to the 49 or the 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it's one thing what you qualify for, and it's another thing what you can actually afford. Like right. Budget for. So right. I always have that conversation with people. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty big. Um, Like, you know, the turn. So explain the turn time, because I think that's something else that, you know, just listening to it, mm-hmm. people really wouldn't understand what you mean. Turn time on the Federmishta versus the 7,500. So... The biggest thing when you're getting your offer accepted yeah. is being as competitive as possible. Conventional over FHA, higher down payment over lower down payment. Which lender did you use? Is the lender communicating with the seller's agent and the buyer's agent? You know, obviously there's some stuff the buyers do. Sometimes they write letters and put pictures, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> but another thing is when do you want to close? Right. Some people are they're moving out of state in a month. This needs to close. So if our buyer can close in 20 days versus the buyer that, you know, because of these different programs has to close in 45 days. Right. Unfortunately, that person's probably going to have a lesser chance of getting their offer accepted. Right. So closing the loan faster helps the buyer be more competitive. And that's ultimately what it's about is getting that person in that house. Right. Yeah. So do you put Mishta, when you make an offer that's conventional Mishta, do you mention that it's Mishta? I no. do. I do. Y'all suck. <laughs> I do. Because you always not get the call price. from the listing agent. It's not, it's not they business. And that's the but thing. The, the whole thing is, so it's arguable, It right? is arguable. It's still, um, so it's nobody's business where I'm getting my money from, right? Correct. Now, I can prove. It's not. I don't know about it's not. that. So I can, I can, I can well, be. Well, let me ask you this. What what timeline do you put for closing? Oh, I always put the time that's needed for Mishnah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty days. I get offers that's conventional, and they put thirty days. Okay. And then after the appraisal is over, three weeks in, then all of a sudden they like, we waiting on Mister. We need an extension. No, like so. If if I were to write a contract today, which is January twentieth, I my contract would be we would. Go to February 20th, then I because February is a short month. Right. So I probably would write like a March 15th mm. contract. Now I'm going to get a call from the listing agent at that point. I, I may or may not say, well, we have to go through Mishta. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. But so if I get asked directly, like, is this a Mishta deal? I will say, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie about it. But mm-hmm. um, it's still the buyer's like personal. Business. I'm the realtor. First and foremost, I don't have anything to do with their financing. That's their lender. Yeah. So what you calling me, asking me about their financing? So does your pre-approval letter say 
Some of them say conventional mishta. Some of them just say conventional. I always put mishta on there. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Because so it takes heat off for you, too, because if the seller's agent is calling you like, okay, it's 45 days Mishra in while we haven't closed, weeks. and now you're like, well, mishta is on day number yeah. six, and then, the, and then the file was submitted on this day. So really yeah. that means, yeah. No, and I feel like I just, you know, when you're accepting one of those, mm-hmm. like, 45 day closes you have right. to understand yeah. it's 45 for a yeah. reason i mean if or you if do it's that. like in you know not truthful too like yeah that's not you can't be doing that it's yeah. not really not truthful because i mean like i said it to me it's it's subjective right yeah because in no other situation are we asking a person where right. they're getting their down payment from right. from we're not writing <clears throat> offer saying yeah my grandmother's going to give me the down right. payment that makes sense for for, for this that's true, but it it impacts the time frame. If you're lying, so like, yeah, yeah. So if you submit an offer, if you submit an offer to an agent and you write it up as conventional, and I see it's forty five days, I may just be fine with that. I don't care how how you get there as long as you get there, mm-hmm. right? But I'm talking about the agents that submit thirty days, yeah. and the long rep put uh, conventional on there. And then three or four weeks in, I find out it's Michigan. Yeah. But they lie. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's equivalent to somebody mm. yeah. submitting. We used to get this. People would submit a conventional offer knowing God, they know they couldn't go mm-hmm. conventional yeah. mm-hmm. at start. Mm. Then you get it accepted. Uh, everything passes. Then we like, where's the appraisal at? We mm. haven't ordered it yet. Then you call back, oh, the agent didn't tell you after I called a loan rep the mm-hmm. agent didn't tell you we got to switch this to FHA mm-hmm. now my my seller who accepted this deal over other FHA offers is looking mm-hmm. like yeah. you know so mm-hmm. I think there should be as long as I don't care if it's mixture or not as long as the time frame but the, the purchase is, agreement asks for type of financing yeah so if you go on there and you put in the type of financing that is going to be conventional and then it's not you know, well, he's saying it changed. Well, I'm saying, wait, no, I, I got, I understand. What, if it's conventional, saying. 45 days to close, I can. Well, I probably would know something. Yeah, that's other. what I was about to say. The, yeah, the, I'm cool you with should, that. But the, as the listing agent, you've been doing this long enough. If you yeah. see 45 days on there, you should automatically be like, you know, now you're going to go call need and ask that question, right? I probably sure. wouldn't even ask. I, I just know, hey, if you. I'm going to call a loan rep and say, you can get this done in 45 days. He's going to say, yeah, maybe sooner. Mm-hmm. But we're, I'm cool with that because the seller accepted that it was 45 Well, days. I'm going to do that prior to accepting the offer. So prior to accepting exactly. the offer, I'm going right. to, you know, when I see the 45 days, I'm yeah, now I am going to take that into consideration that that's, this is most likely a missed loan, right? Right. Why they ask right. for 45 days. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like the bait and switch. No. That's right. what I'm yeah. saying oh, with the yeah. conventional. Oh, we got it accepted under right. conventional, but it's all these other stipulations that go with it. Right. And mm. 30 days was never possible. Yeah. And Mr., like he said, is finicky shit. You, yeah. you know what I mean? You got to be careful when you're accepting a, a, a Mr. Uh, or a, somebody that's doing a Mr. Down Payment Assistance mm-hmm. um, with their loan. So one of the things that I've liked about being in communication with you is I can talk to you. Okay. And um, a lot of times when you get um, lenders that work for a bank directly, that can be a hard task. Yeah. Just getting the, that person on the phone, okay? Because I don't know, they're like processing. They don't really, yeah. I don't know. There's <laughs> some crappy loan reps out here mm-hmm. that don't sure. respond. That don't know how to communicate. Um, somebody's always emailing, never making a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Yeah, and people being able to get in contact with their lender, I think, is you know fairly important. Absolutely. Um, are there any other programs that you're like specializing in? Are these like the ones you're? Really, but are you doing like any jumbo loans or any like creative jumbo loans or? Yeah. So USDA. Um, <laughs> we do like a seven-one arm. Mm-hmm. Right now, let's say like the pricing is always 0.75 lower, and with a jumbo, that's a huge difference in the monthly right. payment. And then we do a professional loan. So it's a 0% down, no PMI, up to a million. Mm. That's if you're a nurse, a CPA, an attorney, a dentist, a doctor, lawyer, and a pilot. So typically doctors are very familiar with these programs. Wait but, a minute, man. Yeah. You can't be a realtor? No, no, no. That what would be... What if you're an entertainer? Not, what, what if you're an entertainer? No, it's just... That's like just it's risky, more medical. Huh? Yeah, it's more medical. Oh, medical. Field. Yeah, it's all those medical professions. But nurses and, don't know about it often. Dentists don't know about it often. PA, sorry, I miss PA. Right. They get it too. So, and that one's a 720 credit score, but it's also on an arm. And, but when you're thinking about it, if you're buying a house at 600K, yeah. no down payment, no PMI. Yeah. Like you get that house for 12, 15K, depending on taxes. Like, yeah. That opens a door for that dentist that just graduated from school. Right. It's flexible with the student loans. They have the income, but they right. don't have the savings because of, you know, the situation they've been in. So right. it gets that, you know, person in for a pretty good deal. I got a question about the destination home loan. Yep. So is there a, a rate increase with that? So, yes, oh. there is. That's a good question. So you asked me to quote some stuff. So it was at 7.243% today. But you also got to keep in mind there's no PMI on it. Mm-hmm. So that helps yeah, make no up for payment, it. Right. right. And then at the same so, time, so it's so because the credit score would be below a 680. Right. That interest rate's not that great. So on a 680, the 7,500, for example, one second, that interest rate today was a 6.125. So Which it, one was that? The 7,500. So okay. to ask your question, it is a percent higher, but there right. isn't. PMI on it and no down payment and no down payment. Right. So you're so, coming out. Of, so they're saving. So yeah, you're so, still coming out winning. So you're not. So you're now. You get your three percent or your four percent. So, so you get your four percent set of concessions. Right. You have instead of you having your three percent down, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you have no PMI. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and all you. So yeah, you can work that to mm-hmm. where they can only come out of a thousand. Right. Dollars. And then you can yeah. open the bank account, get the seven fifty two. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of functions for these what, people. What, yeah. And what are the benefits? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, but yeah, and with the interest rate, I think more people should speak to their loan officer so they can compare, like the the rate. So like, mm-hmm. if I took a, if I didn't get five point five, but I got a six point two, and now I don't have the PMI, mm-hmm. like I think understanding those numbers because when people um, are looking at like interest rate, they just automatically go, oh, like the interest rate's high, and so I don't right. want the product, but you probably only pay an additional 50 bucks or something. I don't know. Right. No, I mean, for yeah. sure. I was just pricing one out with this lady. She's looking 180 in Southfield. Her credit was decent. It was a 0.2 to 5. I did a 6 and a 6.25. I showed her the difference. It was $20 a month. Mm-hmm. So people get really like sticker shock with this yeah. interest rate. Oh, it's right. a 5.99 versus a 6.3. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really not that much money monthly. Unless you buy Yeah, unless you're jumbo, buying a big, right. big home. But, right. you know, but then if you got in zero down, you got all that money up front anyway. So right. you save 6000 up front and you pay an extra $28 yeah. a month, mm-hmm. it's going to take a while right. to... Right. Make up for that. And if you really want the interest rate and you have the extra money, you can always buy points. You buy the rate down. 
But I'm not a big fan of buying the rate down. Right, neither is Shocker. No, I'm, no I, well, not anymore because the way that they buy the rate down now is different. <laughs> yeah. You're not really. That's, well, not any. I don't think it. I don't think it. It makes sense in some of these price points. Yeah, well, yeah. because they're not. They're not doing. So you used to be able to literally buy the rate down. Like they're cheating now. I don't even know. It doesn't make sense. There's no rhyme or reason that I see when you're buying the rate. It's not like right. Right. you you spend three thousand for one point or something. It used to be right. you know uh, uh, one point. You yeah, know what I'm saying. But now one full it, point. You, it's not. You, yeah. yeah. And like that's the thing. Let's say if you spend two thousand upfront and only saves you, let's just say like sixty bucks a month, depending right. on your loan size. You take two thousand over sixty, and how many months is that? And then are you going to be in the house for that long? Mm. Are the rates not going to drop? Right. You're not going to get relocated because it's a sunk cost. You don't get your points back mm. the, or the fees that you paid for the points. So I would much rather have people just save their money, invest it, and then we'll right. refinance you when it comes time. I just need them to be. Banks are not being honest. Like just be forthcoming. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Let's tell tell us what it is. How yeah. much, you know what I mean. Like what am right. I paying for? What's Right. Just go back to the yeah. old days. Because I, I do that right. example for people, and they're like, I'm not buying points. Yeah. I'm like, that's, <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I thought. So, I mean, that's, that's what I do. I'm, I look at myself as an educator. I say, A, B, and C, these are the routes they go. Which one do you want to do? Right. And that's, I try to just kind of paint the picture for people of what's the, the options. So. All right. I had a question, but I forgot because Shirley Temple mm-hmm. cut me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to just say something about your curls, though. <laughs> <laughs> She said she's not going to have them for long. <laughs> or, oh, I know what I was going to ask you. All right. Bank, Flat Star Bank, mm-hmm. right? What would be the benefits of going to a bank other than getting those um, good um, credits towards your bank account than going to like a mortgage company or mortgage broker? Um, to be honest, I don't. I don't think there's a huge difference. I okay. think it depends on the individual because I'm right. sure people have had amazing experiences with Flagstar and right. maybe not have had as good as other ones. And, you know, let's just say, you know, mortgage bank broker one, whatever, right. Right? something you'll fill in the blanks. It's just, I think it depends on the person you're working with. Same thing with a realtor. It's, you know, not everybody at EXP or KW is right. the same agent. So I think the biggest thing, like if you're out there, talk to like three different banks, especially right. if you're a first time home buyer, they have programs or if you're shopping rates see what works, see who you vibe with. Like you said, you want someone that's going to communicate with you. You're normally buying a house once, twice, maybe three times in your life. You mm-hmm. don't know what you don't right. know, mm-hmm. and you need somebody that's, that's available. So right. I think that's the biggest thing is just service So and the representative in the program. So Do you find that um, so um, LOs at a bank versus LOs at like a lender that's mm-hmm. getting paid commission only or yeah. – the LOs at Flagstar getting paid a salary plus commission or some type of... I'm not sure if I can answer that on camera. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> because the the reason I asked the perception is is that um, people that are doing loans that are getting paid a salary don't work as hard. Mm. So I just mm-hmm. want to clarify that myth because some people right. think that, oh, if I go to a bank, they're going to get paid regardless if the loan's closed or not. And that's I don't not get paid true. if the loan doesn't close. I can tell you that. Okay. All right. And you so, probably got a quota. You're gonna get fired. Right. If you don't, you know, right. you don't close yeah. it something or month. I just wanted to debunk that myth because no, people are like, yeah. well, if I go here, they don't really yeah. care if my loan closes or yeah. not. And I'm like, where did you get that from? Yeah. They they care right. because they have other goals or whatever it is they have to meet right. quotas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um right. And they have these loans for a reason because they need to get the money out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. No, for sure. I mean, I guess another advantage is like 
Black Stars, like different credit cards that you can open with them. Like, right. You know, there's bank accounts, so you can kind of keep everything at one-stop shopping. Right. So that might be a benefit, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to gloss over this professional loan? I mean, if, if you want to, we can get back <laughs> well, into it. Well, realtors don't qualify. <laughs> yeah, realtors don't qualify. Um, but Do you qualify? No. No. I, I already know. Like, yeah. is it, are they saying that this is like an um, incentive or a grant or a give back to... Or is it just what it is? We know these people are going to eventually make some money, so we want to invest into them. I think it's number two. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, at the same time, like, really? you have to be pretty smart to go for four years of school and then the additional school that it takes to be a dentist. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, your credit's intact. It is a 720. So it's not, that's that's a pretty, not a hard credit score, but you have to have your ducks in a row to have a 720 or higher. So right. it's not, you know. That's a good loan. And they're considered yeah. high, high, they're high, consider high income. Mm-hmm. High credit score, mm-hmm. right? And they they probably just like you said they don't have a down payment because they're fresh out of school, school or something like they, that. They about to be successful, you know. Yeah. What I mean? they're on the right. they're on the track to be successful. Right. They don't pay their bills, right? It's right. a good bet. Yeah. We're gonna right. we're gonna gamble on. Can they get money? Can they get concessions paid? Yeah. Okay. And then you said this is an arm adjustable rate because yeah, people seven, are terrified yeah. of adjustable rate mortgages, right? They shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but they are. Why shouldn't they be? Because statistics show that you're not in your mortgage for seven years or or more and what that means is you can refinance or you're probably going to sell or move like for example the last couple of years the rates have been dipping i refinanced the same lady in detroit three times in 18 months mm-hmm. so she had a new loan every six months <laughs> she said, let, me, let me get that two let me get yeah. that, uh, that five let me get that four yeah let me get that's that kind of how it went right yeah. <laughs> It's nice because all your documents are on file. You have a relationship with that person. You know everything about them. They know you. Right. And it's just it's very smooth. So um, the ARM, why you do it is because it gives you a lower rate. In the professional loan, it's just part of the program. But with the ARM, it's giving you a lower interest rate for seven years with the hope that you would then refinance. There is that where people aren't paying attention in the seven years. and They do let it pop. That does happen. But right. that's something you got to be on top of. And that's another reason why you pick a good loan officer because I know 100% when those rates are going to pop, and I'm calling you before that because I want to protect right. you. Mm. So and put it on your calendar. They will call you. Yeah. yeah. Like when you it's close a loan, go to your calendar and your email. Yep. And put a reminder. And, and <laughs> no, for six and a half years. Six and a half years. Google's going to randomly remind you. Yeah. 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 Every year. Every you should year. be getting it every yeah. year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, six remind years from me yearly. Amazon going to remind you. Yeah. It should be a red alert well, in six right. years. <laughs> kind of speaking about that too. One thing I wanted to kind of debunk, and as far as the average buyer, as mm-hmm. far as interest rates, people always look at websites, and it's you know Chase, Bank of America. It's right. always quoted with a point, meaning that there is that point involved. So the right. actual rate without points is a little bit higher, but it's very smart right now for like the next 15 months if you know you don't have a loan officer that's reaching out to you to watch the rates because you probably bought your house within the last six months when they were higher. And if you don't get on top of it, and let's say your loan officer goes to a different company or right. whatever, nobody's out there like protecting you. Like right. You need to protect yourself. So you need to understand what the market rate is or at least know somebody in the business that then you can reach out to that will tell you. Right, because yeah. I will tell you the second it happens, because I want to refinance, because right. I want to make sure your payments less and the benefits that the bank gets from that as well. Great. All right, cool. I got one last question. Yeah. Are you guys doing the two ones and the three ones and all that? No. Okay. Those are the buy down programs, by the way. Yeah. But okay. Do you like those programs? I think that for people who are terrified of arms, 
that they can be, and people who are terrified of the current rates, they can be very helpful to adjust into that today's rate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big fan of them just because let's say if today's at a six, and they give you a four for that first year, that extra 2% that you're not paying gets tacked on the back. So it's a ton of interest you're not paying, mm. which means your principal is not getting paid down. So that's right. upfront minus for me. And then I just know the American home buyer budgets for what's in front of them. They right. don't budget for 12 months. So what happens is that four is going to turn into a five at year one, depending on the program. Then it's going to turn into six. Right. If your housing payments jumping that, then all of a sudden, you know, everything's going up. Eggs are expensive. Inflation. If you don't have the budget for it, like, I don't know. That's the thing that worries about me. I kind of didn't get I didn't, I didn't, um, you missed me. Yeah. He said that the, so you really, that interest that you're saving is going on the, the back, back of the loan. loan. It's not going away. Yeah, you still pay it back. You still, you still got to pay it. And then you, you're paying. So that even when you get to your, um, your regular rate, you paying more, yeah. So that's a but, trick. That's a horrible product. Yeah, they, it's it's not supposed to get tacked on to the back though. The way that where's it gonna go? You're paying. You're paying. It depends for... on who explained it to you. Well, I mean, it, well, you, if you think about it, where does it go? Like, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's it's not. Yeah. It what does the interest go when you buy it down? Yeah, that's the point. So mm-hmm. you you got is so right now you had that lower in, interest rate, but it's gonna go up, right? And as your interest rate goes up, then that means the amount of interest that you owe. Um, increases, right? Yeah. That's why you got to... So, whereas it has to be something... You have to pay it. Right. You know what I mean? And they're just giving you... They're basically giving you a um, short-term... It's like, like a relief. A, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a 12-month you, relief. You know, like right, you know, like right now, but it's you still got to pay it. Yeah. You didn't pay it. You know what I mean? That money is still... Oh, like if you look at an yeah. uh, uh table and you would look at your, your principal and interest payments, um, that's the best way to do it, though. Let's let's do that one show. We got to start doing air charts when we talk and writing this stuff. Out. Yeah, because no, I just listening, I can imagine some of our viewers just getting all confused when we. Talk. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's in short. Um, so with the, and so I have to go and do some more research now because mm-hmm. my thought was okay. This is so it's not going on the back because it's being paid for up front. I don't think so. And then, so, so it's but, being paid. It's being paid for upfront by way of like it's almost like a savings account. So that's why the seller has to pay for it. And then, if for some reason you refinance, that money isn't like lost. You get that money back to you. So the seller is paying for the rate reduction. The seller is paying for the rate reduction. Mm-hmm. And then, if for some reason you refinance because the rate went down, mm-hmm. that money is still coming back to you in the check. It's but that's. If, I'll guarantee you that's not the amount that they paying ain't the amount that, that you're saving in that. It's not interest. If you compound that interest for those 30 years, no way in the world that they it's, so that dollar amount doesn't equal. When the seller the pays same. the rate down, are they also paying sellers concessions? They could mm-hmm. be instead of right. Mm-hmm. No, no, they do both. Yes, depends it could on if be. you have it. If you, you can structure it. it like that, if you have enough, yeah, that could be negotiated. So, for instance, if it's a two, let's say it's a three hundred thousand dollar loan. Uh huh. And it's FHA. Uh-huh. Now you can get up to six percent allowed, so that's eighteen thousand dollars. Okay. You may not need the entire eighteen thousand to go towards your closing costs. Uh-huh. You may only need twelve thousand. Now to get a two one, maybe it only costs you five thousand. So now you can come back and say, "Give me the entire six percent." So that's the way I right. would structure that deal, present it okay. to a seller. I would say um, contribute six percent 
Yeah. And then, you know, I need for you to agree to sign this right. rate buy down sheet um, so that part of the 6% can be attributed to that or contributed to that. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But they could potentially use the whole 18K yep. towards. So they are taking a chunk out of it because, I mean, that's tough for a seller to take it. $18,000 hit on the purchase price like that. It, it could be. So what is happening right now is instead of, you know, a person, let's say a house that's on the market for 180 days and then they get an offer saying, get, we'll give you the 300000 that you're asking, but, you know, reduce it by 18000 So instead of the agent coming in and doing a price reduction for yeah. 18000 or 20000 because they probably were already talking about a price reduction anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they just take the offer. So now right. we can go ahead and move forward and close it. Just being devil's advocate yeah. for though, if right. it's overpriced like that, it still has to appraise. No, it's, it's not hard. it's not necessarily overpriced. So like for instance, I had a deal like this in Waterford. Yeah. And we had the deal under contract for exactly three hundred, I believe it was three hundred thousand and the house appraised for three ten. So what he's saying is true, but what she's saying yeah, is it's, it's still, doable. it's still, yeah, it's still, because um, when the, the honest truth is when people, that's why I hate price reductions, but we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. I'll save that for another show. Yeah. Right. I hate them. But yeah, but you see what I'm saying? No, so like, makes sense, if the sure. house is still going to comp out and it appraises for what you needed to appraise for. So like in that situation, the, the two ones and the three ones were new. And so I was able to basically go back and say, Okay, the house appraised for more. Let's increase the price okay. and, you know, get yeah. this back in the concession. Okay. We got to do an episode when we do, when we break down yeah. the, the principal and interest on it. Yeah. yeah. That could take a whole episode, kind of. Yeah. Not really, <clears throat> 15 minutes. But, but I think Flagstar still, I'm sorry, Reggie. Yeah. Like, I still think what I learned today in regards to the products, like, this is super competitive. Like, I've already been sending people, you know, like, like mm -hmm. just give them a call. So, like, the way I work with my clients you know, we have people that we'll send them to, like, you know, hey, these are people we've been working with, like referral partners. But I didn't know about this program. Take a look at this flyer. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe Drake can help you out, give them a call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think people, when they meet with a loan rep, you should really sit down and, like you said, do the comparison of the programs. Mm -hmm. Compare mm -hmm. your upfront costs and compare your monthly payment and your long-term costs. Absolutely. Because a lot of people are just getting steered into just doing one program. Oh, yeah. we do Mishta. Right. Or they heard about Mishta on the street, and that's all they know, and that's all they go get. Right. But then they don't look at the mm -hmm. long-term effects of that. They don't look at what their other options are to actually compare it. So you should always compare the programs even, even you should compare lenders, but you should also compare each of their programs. Mm -hmm. too, yeah, yeah. I think, and if a loan rep can explain it to you and break it down to you to where you can understand it, you might not want to deal with that loan 100%. rep. 100%. So it should be some education in there for for somebody that doesn't know or understand it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. No, I mean for sure. All right, Jake. Where do we find you at? Uh, like online, like yep, social, media. social media, on the golf course, on the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> just my my Facebook. You can add me on Facebook. I don't have any other social media. Well, LinkedIn too, but Facebook and LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. Yeah, okay. They can Google you, right? They can Google me too. Yeah, yeah that's what Google. I'm talking about. What are they googling? What's yeah. the name? Uh, just Drake Braun, Flagstar Bank. My photo will pop up. You know, we're in Troy. We're in Detroit. So just let me know. We can set a meeting. All right, we about to make everybody everybody Googleable. Right. Right. Yeah. Google me. <laughs> That's a wrap. Monday, Monday, Monday.